<coughs> Welcome to chapter 116 of Anecdotal Tales of a White Boy. How are we going, ladies and gentlemen? Hope you've had a good week. Sorry we're late. Um, just, it's late, and that's that's it, okay? Um, there is a reason for it. My camera broke. Uh, but look, they'll get into that later. It's been a big week. I would say top three biggest weeks of my year. And I know it's I know that's a big call to call it early. Man, it could be the biggest week of my year. Heck, I'm probably going to call it early. This week may have been the biggest week. Who knows, I might top it, but it's only April and I feel like I can't top this week. This is what's happened this week. Just a, just a little... Like, like a, if you were to do a contents of my week, right? Just to give you a little taste of it. Had a birthday. Pretty big. Uh, I met three girls named Shakira in one night. <laughs> it's not fucking 2005, dude. It's 2019. That would be not that crazy 15 years ago, right? Uh, what else happened? I got given lots of food at shows. I got given a Woolies mud cake at one of my shows. That was cool. I'll talk about that. I was on TV. Uh, I made my first TV appearance. I did two of the biggest shows that I've ever done in my career at the Melbourne Comedy Festival on the weekend. Um, and my camera broke. I've already said that. All right, it wasn't a... Okay, it was a pretty big week. I swear more stuff happened. Wait, what, what's on my notes? I got... Oh, and I saw a fucking video of babies racing. In the American bar, uh, like at half time, at uh, like in America at the basketball, that's a big week. I bet you your week, like th- I don't know. Think about your week now. Do a quick contents page of your week right now. Bet it doesn't top that. If you can top birthday, three Shakiras, getting given a Woolies mud cake for free, w- watching baby races, and being on TV, and your camera breaking in one week, I won't believe you. I'll think you're lying to me, because I bet you are. Because that's a big week, ladies and gentlemen. Luke's big week. Um, I don't know where to start. Which one should I start on? I wish that was like a wheel. I need like a spinning wheel, like a game show. And we go, alrighty. And it goes tick, 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 tick. And then it's like, we're doing baby racing. Woo! Baby racing. Come on down. Alright? I will talk about baby racing first. Let's start there. What the fuck? Are we doing? If aliens were looking down upon us right now, they would be thinking, Stop! No! Enough! Let's start it. Like, honestly, let's start another World War Three. I feel like humans have got bored. I'm sick of peace. I'm think Like, I think as soon as we start racing babies in the, at, at half-time at American basketball games... That's it. We need another. We need another World War Three. We need to cull a few people. We need to. We need, like that's part of it. We need something else to focus on. You know. We need. Uh, we just all, all need to start fighting again. There's clearly not enough problems in the world. People go, oh man, 2019. It's 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 so bad, man. These times are bad. We live in. We live in bad times. We live in amazing times. We have babies fucking racing for cash. That's the best time in humanity. You think they were doing that during the plague? You think during the Great Depression, you know, they were racing babies along the footpath? Fuck no, babies were dying. Okay? This is the best time to be a human being, hands down. And to be honest, I've had a gutful. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Let's let's stop. 
Let's just take our... You know what? Okay, maybe starting a World War 3 is a big call. Maybe I take that back. That's extreme. Maybe, here's a better idea. Let's not race babies. Why? Because it's not interesting. And I'm not making this up. If you haven't seen this online, it went pretty viral this week. Um, I saw it a few times, different times. They do it in, uh, in America, right? And this was happening, by the way, I'm not new to this. This was happening in 2017, but all of a sudden it's just resurfaced online that this was happening, and I never saw it at the time. Okay, so this, this has been happening for years, but fuck it, I'm, I break news on this podcast. Yes, it happened two years ago. Yes, it was barely funny then, but guys, shut up. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I'm not lying. This is real commentary that happened. You ready? It's now time for baby races. Hey, man, no, it's not. It's, this is real. Age 10 months, and then, like, they've got facts about it. You know when they call that, like, someone, like, who's big, who's a machine, ladies and gentlemen, weighing in at 76 kilos, welcome, whatever, right? They've got this for, for babies, like, fact, she knows all the moves to head, shoulders, knees and toes. She's ten months old. Her dad was a virgin before her. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Molly! And then this little baby crawls out. What are we doing? What are we doing, guys? Come on. And I know there's a few Americans listen who listen to this podcast, and you're better than that. Look, lots of you aren't, clearly, but... I know that some people... Like, this is memoirs of a white guy, and this is too white for me. We've, we've maxed out. This is too white. This is coming from a guy who has backup wheat bix in their house. This is coming from a guy who ate fairy bread once for lunch at school. My mum one day just, just put sprinkles on bread and was like, that's a lunch. Okay? And even this, I'm like, oh, baby wasting. <laughs> Well, I just said wasting, then. Baby wasting. I'm speaking like a baby. God damn it, I'm stupid. Um, right, so they, they call it all these babies, and what happens is the dad's holding them at one end, and then about 10 metres on down the basketball court, they have like a little finish line ribbon, right? Uh, and all the mums are standing there going, come, come, come on, come on, come to mama. And the babies have to race. But the the, the reason why... I get, I get the joke, okay? It's a don't, don't be like, oh, Luke, you're, not, you're missing the point. I get the joke. The, the joke is the babies don't know they're racing, so, which is kind of funny. Like, the babies are just crawling, Crawl. right? And then they just start crawling, right, and then most of the babies just sit there because they don't know that they're in a race. Dude, imagine if you were a baby, right? And I know that's hard to imagine because none of us remember it, but imagine... Being like only ever really seeing probably that thirty people ever. When you're a kid, think about it. You don't really see that many people. Like you see your family. You're in the house a lot. You don't go out. You know what I mean? Unless someone takes you out. So imagine being in a basketball court at an NBA with like game with thousands of people around you, and you're just like everyone's watching you and people are cheering and you're just sitting there. You're like, why the fuck? I don't get this at home. 
Like at home, I do this all the time. I sit here literally all day, and now these people are cheering. I, like, you'd be confused as a baby, right? And then, it's the most American shit ever. The mums are like, come on, come on, because they probably win a prize or something. And then the baby just crawls to the mum. This is a thing that exists on Earth, you know? There's people... Oh, God, it annoys me. So that, that rocked my week. All right, that was... That was not good. Baby racing. So, like, let's... I know, I know it's a weird way to start the podcast, and if you knew, this is your first impression uh, of the podcast, but all I want to say is just, come on. Let's... Th- that's enough. Cease immediately. Thank you very much. All right. Um, the next thing that rocked my week, Luke's big week, uh, was uh, met three Shakiras in one night at my show. Three girls who came to my show... Afterwards, and it wasn't three girls in a row. It wasn't like they were taking the piss. It wasn't a group of three girls, and they they all were like, "All right, when we go up to Luke in the meet and greet, all right, we're gonna be like, hi, I'm Shakira, and the next person's gonna be like, hi, I'm Shakira, and that'll really freak him out. That would have freaked me out. But what freaked me out more was how organically it happened. So one of the first girls in the meet and greet I was like, "Oh, what's your name? What about?" I'm like, "Oh, my name's Shakira," and I went, "Wow, that's such a cool name. That is that is the coolest." name. That's crazy, because I've never met a Shakira before, you know? Like, fuck, her hips mustn't lie, you know what I mean? I I don't don't know why people aren't calling their kids Shakira. And then, so I was like, okay, that's crazy, I've never heard of it, other than obviously the famous singer Shakira, I've never met a Shakira. And then, uh, about five minutes later in the line, another girl came up with her boyfriend, she's like, oh, what's your name? He's like, oh, Matt, and he's like, oh, what's your name? Oh, Shakira. What? This is where it starts blowing my mind. I'm thinking, two Shakiras in one night, get out of here. <laughs> Go, shoot. Come on, well, one of you is lying. You tell me which one, alright? Your hips aren't, but one of you is, okay? Right? One of you is not Shakira. And then, like, almost one of the last people in the line, another group of girls are like, oh, I like the show, blah, 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 going through the names. Oh, my name's Jess, Claire, Sarah, or whatever. They're all just like the generic white girl names of Luke Kidgel fans, right? And then... Then he gets the last one, she's like, oh, Shakira. And I was like, what? And then she got really offended. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, no, no. You're the third Shakira I've met tonight. And you've just blown my mind that, A, I didn't realize there were this many Shakiras around. I kind of thought, like, Shakira was just a stage name. I didn't really realize it was a name. I kind of thought it was, like, Seal or Pink. You know, you don't, you don't meet many Seals around. Or you don't, you don't meet many, many Pinks. But, um, yeah. Shakira's a name, guys. Who knew? Certainly not me. Um, so that rocked my week. Not only did I... Yeah, that's that's why I think it rocked my world because I went from thinking Shakira wasn't a human name to, oh, it's quite a popular human name and I've been living a lie. I don't know. I just it completely threw out my week. But, um, you know, I like that. Keeps it fresh. Sometimes... Life gives you lemons, and sometimes life gives you three Shakiras in about half an hour, and you're thinking, geez, life, give me some lemons next time. You fucking rocked my week. Um, So yeah, is the camera straight? I feel like the camera is lopsided. I'm going to change the camera. I know this is bad audio to listen to, but I'm currently just having a fiddle with the camera. Is that better? It looks lopsided to me. Anyway, who cares? Uh, This is free. 
Like, honestly, the camera should be sideways and you guys should be still thanking me. I should film this whole podcast in portrait and you guys should still be like, wow, Luke, thanks for giving an hour of your time each week. Nah, honestly, I really appreciate you listening. I should be thanking you. Um, <laughs> otherwise, this would be so sad. I was thinking about how sad it would be to be a comedian if you didn't have an audience. Um, like I was thinking about how sad it would be on stage one night, I was on stage and, and I had a sold out show to 200 people on Saturday night, right? It was the second biggest show I've ever done in my career. Like, second biggest Luke Kidgel show. And um, it was crazy. And, and it's crazy because I'm doing 15 in Melbourne. And some of them are the biggest shows I've ever done, right? Which is, shows you that, man, Melbourne bloody loves a bit of percussion. Uh, but yeah, the comedy festival's going off for me this year. It's been, a, it's been an awesome run so far and it's only been a week. But yeah, I was doing 200 people on Saturday night crazy, there was people down the bottom, and there was, like, also people on the top floor of the theatre, like, like, I filled the entire top as well, like, this is crazy shit, right, and, um, then I was just thinking, like, fuck, imagine if there was no one here, imagine if this was just me talking about my inner thoughts and tambourines and just weird shit, and I, and there was no one, imagine how sad that would be, a guy with a microphone just yelling into the abyss. So I really appreciate you guys' support because that would be <laughs> so sad. But, um, yeah, so thank you guys for um, coming out to the shows this week. I, I, I got a lot of gifts. Uh, so many people bearing offerings and gifts for me. It's, it's very polite and um, it means the world. It's because it was, it was my, my birthday on Wednesday, so I got a couple of birthday gifts on my birthday show, which was cool. Um, so thank you to everyone who did that. But then during the week, people just kept bringing offerings. I had a guy bought me a Woolies mud cake, as I said earlier. That was wild. My mum was so stoked at that. So if the dude's listening right now, uh, Shaz, Shaz appreciated it. Because uh, she didn't have to go get one this week. You know, the weekly Woolies mud cake. But he got one for free. So she's pretty stoked about how my career's going, actually. That's one thing. My parents have been... Like going like real proud of me lately because they're like, oh mate, you're making the the weekly shop costs go down by about seven bucks because I'm getting about one packet of Savoy's a night at my show. I got given some Zupa Dupas the other day after the show. Of course, I threw out the, the space pineapple ones, but you know, keep the rest. So mum was pretty stoked about that because we're gonna go through Zupa Dupas in this house like fucking no tomorrow because we're all white um, and. Yeah, like, it's it's been just a wild week. I, I got given L&P, um, which is a soft drink uh, from New Zealand, uh, which I was raving about a couple of years back when I went to New Zealand, and uh, I've been craving the taste ever since. I've been talking about it so much, and going like, I just want that crisp L&P taste, and I posted about it on my Instagram story going, guys, I've got another L&P. Thank you to Liam, who uh, came over from New Zealand to watch the show, which is, is super cool, and he, and he bought gifts as well, um, and he also told me that he bought home a gift, he bought home a packet of Savoy's to his uh, homeland, hopefully he shares it amongst the people, and um, they rejoice at the crisp taste of uh, Victoria and Tasmania's best Bicky, but um, yeah, he bought it over, over LMP for me, and I, and I made an Instagram story about it, and I was like, guys, I've got LMP again, and then all these people messaged me going, hey man, you know you can just get it at Coles. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Right, I, I didn't know that. And I'm a Woolies guy, so... Sue me. Um, but, um... Yeah, man, the, the people have been coming out. 
super, super fun. Uh, I've had some of the biggest crowds I've ever had. Um, but yeah, if you want to come to like a Wednesday and Thursday night, that would be awesome because the weekends are filling up super quick. And then, uh, yeah, the weeknights have been still been great. And you know what? The weeknights have actually been probably some of the most fun because it's like, you know, a smaller crowd. And, um, but, but like, but you know, you get to know people throughout the show. And man, I, I love it. I kind of, it's been cool. I, I like doing um, the small shows and I also like doing the big shows, but uh, for different reasons. So it's cool. And the show's gotten a lot better. I like the show keeps changing little bits every night, you know, trying new stuff out and you know cut and stuff but you know i like the evolution of it so and and don't be like oh no i saw the shit version of the show it's like no you didn't you saw the best version of that show then and now oh, look there's some stuff that i've cut that probably still holds a place in the show but i've only got uh 55 minutes in melbourne to do my show um so i, I have to pick and choose what i say so it's got to be all fucking gold um but yeah Speaking of shows, oh, let's do this. I got a, I got reviewed this week. Oh. Some lady from The Age came to my show. And, um, look. <laughs> Was it a good review? Depends how you look at it. Was I amused when I read it? Yes. Was she amused at my show? Not by the sounds of the review, no. <laughs> This is what I feel about reviewers. I haven't really spoken about it much because I don't give a fuck. Who cares? But I'll, I'll speak about it now because it's, it's come up. Um, reviewers for comedy shows are a waste of time, I think. Like, some people might disagree. Like Because I, here's what I think. I think the reviews that I find effective are stuff like when Netflix used to do the five... Where, where you could rate a movie after you watched it and then what that movie's star rating would be an average of how everyone on Netflix has rated that. That is a smart reviewing system because you get everyone. You get the people who hated it. You get the people who really liked it. You get the people who thought it was okay. That's a fair reviewing system. Why Why I don't think uh, reviewers work for shows and live stuff like that is they just get sent along by the age or the Herald Sun, whoever's reviewing you, whatever media outlet it is, right? They don't know who you are. They're not the people you're trying to appeal to. They're they're just there because they're, it's their job and they probably want to... F- like, fuck, if I was reviewing my show on a fucking Saturday night as, like, a 35-year-old woman, I'd fucking hate myself too, right? So that's fair enough. And she has to come along, she has to watch me talk about fucking dicks for an hour. And look, look actually, you know what? I don't think I talk about dicks once in my show this year. I don't think I'd make one dick joke. I'm really proud of that, but also really sad at the same time. No, I think I have one. I don't know, maybe. Fuck, I probably talk about dicks a lot. I didn't realise it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this lady from The Age came along um, and yeah, the, the thing about reviews is like, yeah, as I was saying, it's it's one person's opinion, which I think is... Which is why I never read a review for someone else. If it's a bad review for someone else, I'd never go, oh, that means the show's bad. It just means that one person didn't like it. And then same if I read a really good review for a show. I'll be like, it doesn't mean it's good. Because it just means one person fucking liked it. And it, you know what I mean? Like, I've been to shows before not liked it and everyone else has loved it. And that's fine. And I've been to shows where I fucking loved it and everyone else around me is hating it. So it's it's just, I guess, it's you're into what you're into. But the only reason why I bring it up is because she... I It was the funniest thing I've ever read. Right, so... <laughs> Okay, this is legitimately... This is almost... See, the thing is... 
I feel like she was trying to bring me down. You know what I mean? She was trying to sh- shit on me. She was trying to probably lose me ticket sales. I think she was she was looking for uh, flaws for sure because th- from the sounds of this review is uh, she came. I'm going to say the person's name, but she came on the uh, Saturday night of my show, which is was the best show probably. I was sold out. One of the biggest shows I've ever done. In the show, right? I got. I do a bit about a song, right? And I got someone up on stage. I don't want to give it away, but I got up on someone up on stage to play the song on the grand piano because there's just a grand piano on the stage permanently because I'm doing my show at the Australian Institute of Music. So there's just a piano on the stage every night that gets left unused. So I invited like this girl came up on the thing like stage. She played piano. It went the fuck off. I did a worm. I wormed on stage. Like I did all this crazy shit one night. It was one of the biggest shows. I was super pumped up. The crowd was rocking and I was like, fuck yeah, this is one of the best shows I've ever done, right? And that was the night that she reviewed me. She didn't mention any of that shit in the fucking review. Not, oh, the comedian wormed. You'd think that would come up, wouldn't you? Oh, the comedian got someone on stage, played piano. The girl was stoked afterwards. The girl was like, thank you so much. That was like the coolest place I've like ever played piano in. And I was like, man, thanks so much for doing it, right? So you'd think, you'd think a little bit that you'd bring that up, right? This is this was a sentence that that is... <laughs> if this doesn't make you want to see my show, then you're not going to like it. Okay, he repeatedly remarked how stupid he was, which seemed to gain some validity when he slipped in that Thailand was a country in Indonesia. (laughs) I did say that. I said Thailand was a country in Indonesia uh, and made cheap jabs at minorities from the disabled to people living with AIDS. And that's unfair, okay? Because... I made I didn't make cheap jabs at people living with AIDS. I made jokes about someone who died from AIDS. There's a big difference. I would never uh, mark my words guys, I would never make fun of someone living with AIDS. That's horrible. But if you die from it, <laughs> expect to be made fun of. No, like what the fuck? Dude, I read that shit and I fucking lost it, man. I'm thinking. I think I'm going to post it on my Instagram. If I remember, that's so funny, dude. He repeatedly remarked how stupid he was. That's the thing. Like, she was trying to bring me down, but it's like half my show this year is about how fucking dumb I am. And then, yeah, I proved my point because at one point in the show, I was like, yeah, like Thailand's like fuck. Like it's like every country in Indonesia. <laughs> Thailand's in Asia. That's how stupid I am, right? Like, that's, that's... It's so weird that she was trying to, like, bring me down and call me stupid, but it's like, I know. I have, like, four bits about it in my show about how dumb I am. Um, but, yeah, it was funny that she, like, just hated it. And she ripped at all these other guys. She ripped Frenchie a new one as well. Like, it was just funny, man. But um, she just ripped all these fucking male comedians. She was just, like, one of these... Fucking, you know, yeah, go, got a little fucking front fringe or whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you want to see, uh, how stupid I am, if you want to see me take jabs at minorities like the disabled and people living with AIDS, then guys, come along to the Tambourine Tour. It's, <laughs> it's an inclusive show for everyone, unless you're a minority, um, and 
Fuck, that's funny. I don't even work, know which bitch she was talking about with the disabled people. I make a joke about Stephen Hawking. I think it must have been that. Um, oh, that's great. But, um, yeah, so, bloody, the reviews are coming in hot, guys, for the new show. Um, the bloody women, 35-year-old women from the age of fucking frothing it, because um, that's, my, that's my demo. Um, but, uh, no, for real, though, I am so stoked with this show and um, the feedback from uh, you guys. That's not actually what I care about, is the feedback from you guys, because those are people paying, right? Fuck her, I bet you she didn't even pay. She really came in with a fucking festival pass. The dog didn't even get 30 bucks out of her. Then she goes and talks smack. How dare you? But nah, seriously though, I appreciate it because I'll probably post that on my Instagram. It's good shit. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the feedback from you guys has been phenomenal. Lots of people um, saying that it's better than last year, which is really cool to hear. Um, and yeah, I'm happy with this show. It just keeps getting better and better every night. Speaking of the shows, then I'll stop talking about it, I promise. Um, speaking of the shows, I want to say that Brisbane is going to be fucking sick. Okay? Oh, I just burped. Man, I really ruined that um, promo, didn't I? It was so cool for a bit, and then I just... Ugh. <laughs> Brisbane is going to be nuts. Uh, why? Why is it going to be nuts, Luke? Because I'm doing a live taping. Here's what's going to happen. You are going to get the most value for money of all time ever in the history of Luke Kizzle show. I'm going to be doing the tambourine tour and then all my best jokes after that. Well, some of them are in the tambourine tour because it's a fucking good show, but then all my old best jokes as well. So I don't know if we're going to work, if we're going to do like an intermission or something. But you're going to see a long fucking show. And it's going to be one of the best shows I've ever done. I can promise that. Guaranteed. I can't wait. Here's what I need from you guys to make this work. I am doing an enormous room. I'm doing a theatre. A 450 seat theatre. Okay? That is the biggest venue I've ever done uh, by oh, well over 150 seats, okay? I have done a 300-seater before, right? I've never done anything close to that. So, if it, last year in Brisbane, I did two 100-seaters, and I sold both out. But Brisbane, I'm going to need you to double up this year. I need 450 of you there. I want it to be fucking sold out, all right? I want Look, there's nothing I can really do about this, so I hope you guys come... All I can guarantee is, this would mean the world to me. It's going to be the biggest, uh, probably, night of my career. Um, and I'd love for you to bring all your friends uh, and try and encourage your mates to come. Because, yeah, I need I need you guys to, uh, I guess, help me out on this one. I don't often ask uh, for a little bit of little bit of assistance. But, um, yeah, this show, I can guarantee, is going to be a banger. We are thinking of pitching it to, like, Stan. So it's pretty much going to be a comedy special, but we've only just decided it in, like, the last five weeks. It's costing me heaps of fucking money, so I'm not making any money off the show. I just want it filmed great, and I want it to turn out awesome. And, uh, obviously, the benefit is there, because you guys will get to watch it and you know, like, like, watch it online, or wherever it is, we're thinking of putting it on stand, if, if we can get it on there, um, otherwise, we'll, you know, I might put it all out on YouTube, I, I just, I'm gonna see, I'm not sure what we're gonna do with the special yet, but, 
I want the taping to go fucking unbelievably well, so then we have heaps of options. Uh, if we want to put it on a streaming service, or if I want to chop it up into clips online, or if I want to drop the whole thing online. I'm probably going to do like an hour and 40 minutes either way, so either way, Brisbane, you're going to see some shit that doesn't get put anywhere. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do the whole tambourine tour, and then do... So if you've missed all, some of my old shows, you're going to see some of my best bits. I don't think I'm going to do any of the bits that are already online, because they're just already out there, so what, what's the point of do, refilming that? But um, yeah, I've got so many bits from like the last three years that I've never filmed, and it's just, they're fucking funny. So um, yeah, I'm gonna have to start relearning old bits, and um, yeah. So I know it's kind of not very funny, but uh, that's kind of like a big thing I wanted to talk about. It was let's make Luke Kidgel's Brisbane show fucking pop. Okay, I need you guys there because uh, it's truly gonna be the biggest show I've ever done by almost double if it sells out, and um. Yeah, it's going to be one hell of a night. Um, I'm going to try and get, like, I don't even know. Yeah, I'll try and get, like, a cool opening act or something like that as well. And um, who knows? I don't really know anything about it yet. All I know is it's going to cost me a fuckload of money. So I want it to be uh, the best it can be. And all I need, really, I'll do my part. All I need is just to bang an audience on the night, an audience that's bloody up for it, an audience that's bloody there. I need people there because, again, it goes back to the thing. I don't want to be screaming into the abyss. Um, I think we've almost half filled it already, but uh, I'd love it. I need like 250 more of you there. So um, yeah, Brisbane, it's like six weeks away now, so still plenty of time. Let's get those tickets. Uh, I'm going to do a live taping there. Bring all your mates, bring everyone you've ever known or loved or met. Bring your fucking guinea pig and get down. Um, actually, don't bring your guinea pig. That will be no laughter from a guinea pig. That would be very distracting as well. Um... Although that would be awesome, like, comedian uh, gets heckled by guinea pig, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, that's not what noise guinea pigs make. I don't know what noise guinea pigs make, but whatever. Um, yeah, so that's kind of just what I wanted to say. Brisbane's going to be huge, and it would mean the world if you came down. Um, Alright, what's next? Oh, my camera broke. Ugh, so annoying. I went to the camera store, so it broke in, like, Sydney, but then I fixed it again, and then it broke again, and I was like, great. Right, and this is why all my content. I filmed a very video, like I've, I, I filmed a video about being on TV last Monday, and it's still not out yet because it took me like five days to organize a mate's camera and all this shit. So all my content's bloody behind again. And then I went to the camera store. I went to the camera store, which is where you get a camera fixed. And then they were like, "It's going to cost you seven hundred dollars." Who do you think I am? I don't go. I don't have seven hundred dollars. Alright? That's... I'm a comedian. No one has $700. Like, imagine if you just had $700. To, like, I, like, I have $700, but imagine, like, having $700 where you're like, yes, spend it now. Like, she was like, so that's going to be $700. And she's like, are you paying by card or... Like, I'm not paying $700 now. Who drops $700 just spontaneously on a whim? Oh, beep, here's $700. It's like, is that fucking savings or credit? It's credit, Okay? It's $700. That's, I couldn't believe it, the way she just went, yep, that'll be $700, and expected me to be like, great, fix my camera. I'm like, no, I'm going to need to think about it. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Is that not a lot of money? That's a lot of money to me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that made me feel so self-conscious when she was like, she was kind of like, oh, right, it's, it's only $700. And I was like, that's... 
It's more money than I make in a month. Uh, so <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to buy a new camera. But uh, no, thanks to the Patreon people, I'll probably let I get that camera. Oh, well, I need a new camera. It's my job. So I'm probably going to buy a new camera this week, uh, which sucks for me. But yeah, my, my week's just been rocking. Right, so I was on the project. I went to film a video about the project, which is how I realized why my camera broke. Um, and I was on TV. I made it. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I've got a video coming out about it uh, tomorrow or the next day. Fuck, I don't know when. I filmed it, but who knows. Um, and yeah, I've, I've got it. I was on the project. So uh, they used a clip from this podcast. We made it, guys. We're going mainstream. It was when I was talking about Egg Boy like three weeks ago and they just cut in me going, he's a national hero. And <laughs> then I got heaps of hate from it and that's what the video is about. Uh, all these people were like, how dare you call him a national hero? And, um... You know, it was good fun. I love that. Love uh, It's so funny because, like, my content... I feel like I'm, I'm just, I must just be an asshole because I never intend to provoke people. You know what I mean? Even in my stand-up, even in my YouTube clips, my podcast, I never go out there. Like, there's some comedians who definitely go out there to provoke people and to be edgy. And But I'm just such an asshole. Like, my opinions are just so sometimes just honest. I feel like I'm just very... I'm a very honest person. I, I tell you guys everything. You know what I mean? To the point where sometimes the podcast isn't even funny and it's just like, wow, Luke doesn't have $700. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just an honest person. I talk about my finances on a fucking podcast. It's so dumb, Right? Like, this is like, every every entertainer would be like, no, don't do that, you shouldn't... But, what, what I've got nothing to lose. What what are you going to take from me? i got no fucking money, right? <laughs> what are you going to... Well, are you going to, like, sue me? For what? You're going to take my house? Don't own one, right? Oh, what? You're going to take all my assets? My biggest asset is, like, my megaphone. You know what I mean? And I bought that from Target. And I, I don't even know if it works. Does it work? Oh, it works. <laughs> cool. Um, good to know. See? Yeah. This is my best asset. This. This is all I have, right? I'm a very honest person, right? And I got nothing to hide. Fuck, I just tipped over my ukulele, which is my second biggest asset. Uh, an out-of-tune ukulele that I didn't even buy. My friend bought me from um, Hawaii. God, that sounds bad. Um, anyway, so, um, what was I talking about? Yeah, I don't intend to provoke people is my point. I'm not out there being edgy, I'm just an honest guy. And I was honestly talking about my opinions on Egg Boy, right? I'm, I was honestly just going, yeah, it was funny, he's a national hero. That was my whole point, was, he's funny. Like, it was a good video, I liked it, it was good technique, you know, good crack. And, um, yeah, people just got mad at me, and I was like, oh well. I wasn't going out there to make people mad. That's just me, man. I'm just doing me, and people hate it. <laughs> I'm doing me, and people are like, stop. Uh, we hate it. But, you know what? Some people love it. So, um, it's you know what it is? I've, I've worked out... Um, definitely, the, the more hate you have... Uh, I've realized it's a good thing. Because the more hate you're getting, the more people who like, really like you. And I think it's shown on this year's tour. Um, like, just with just even people coming along, I've... I've literally look. This is a this is a good flex, but um, look. And again, I'm too honest, and I shouldn't be talking about this in my podcast. But I'm just super proud of it, so I'm going to say it. Fuck it, I don't care. 
Um, over a thousand people have already got tickets to to my Melbourne Comedy Festival show just in Melbourne. So that's that's the 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 most like that that's crazy. That's the most I've ever sold. Um, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what's changed this year. I don't think I've even got bigger online. It just I think it's the tambourine, man. Uh, I'm just a marketing genius, but <laughs> not even, it's not even that. I think it's just I've been doing it for a few years now, and it's awesome to see people are loving what I'm doing. So yeah, thank you guys so much. It's been surreal. Uh, I know I've been talking about shows a lot. It's just all I can think about at the moment. When I get in my my festival mode, all I think about is tambourines and dick jokes. Right? That's all. That's what my my life is. Um, but I've been seeing a few cool shows um, as well. If I can re- recommend a few to you, um, go see Nick Kappa. Um, I love his shit. He's so funny. Um, go see Brett Blake. I watched his show the other night. It was awesome. Um, and yeah, there's heaps of others. But like, just like, those are the. I've I've only seen a few. Uh, I've seen Ben Knight show as well. Like, there's all these great comedians out there who you might have heard of because they're not very big online or whatever. But uh, I'd always recommend you take a chance on someone. Um, that you might you think you might like. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been seeing a couple of shows on my nights off, which has been super relaxing because it's been like a really busy week. I've been going in every night to do the show, and um, yeah, man, I've been meeting all you. It's been awesome. I meet every single person after the shows. I've been uh, also doing some opening spots for the Fairbarn Boys and Isaac as well. So I've been like doing three, four gigs a night, uh, including my show. So. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm just wanting to get so much better. I'm just like, I can feel myself getting better as a comedian every night because I'm just doing it so much. And that's the dream. I just want to do comedy, and uh, I'm bloody doing it, thanks to you guys. Um, there is, what else? I feel like I need to talk about something else. Let's talk about something funny. Um, no, turns out I got nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, I, I think you're starting a new segment, guys, called Video Ideas That Never Made It. Um, and... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of thinking of bringing that, br- bringing it in. Also, thinking of uh, bringing uh, the fun fact back. Uh, I'm not sure if I should do it today. I haven't actually looked up any before, but I guess um, I could look up some now. I'll just duck, duck, go. Fun facts. Um, okay, I can do it now. We like anyway. I'll do it later in the podcast. Um, I might have to pause it maybe, and I'll I'll get a fun fact up. But, um, yeah, so I'm thinking before that we could do a new segment called Video Ideas That Never Made It. Because I was going through my phone before the podcast going, like, oh, I wonder what ideas I've written down this week. And um, this was from about three months ago. I remember crying, laughing at the time at this video idea. And now when I look at the title, I don't even remember what it was. All I've written down was, like, I wanted to do a video, right, on my YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram called If Kisses Were Farts. And I think the idea was, I think me and Meg one time, me and my girlfriend were stuffing around, right? And I think she must have like, I think she was trying to kiss me and I went, and then I was like, (laughs) imagine if kisses were farts and then farts were kisses, right? So like the whole time is like, you're blowing some of the kiss, you're like, It's not funny. I know there's none of you laughing right now. I know that shit. I know you're all sitting there going, why the fuck do I subscribe to this? And that's fine, right? Not every idea I churn out is gold. I'm only human, okay? And once again, I'm honest, alright? And this is this is, this is was an idea I had. This was an idea that I had and thought, this will be good, right? 
So this is why this po- this this segment exists. It's I break it down. I talk about what I was thinking at the time, and I remember crying, laughing, and then for about a day, whenever every time like Meg would try and kiss me or something, I just went. If <laughs> <laughs> kisses were farts, that's so fucking funny. And then the punchline of the video was gonna be like, um, so I've been like going like different ways to kiss. You know, like how French people kiss like each side of the cheek, like two separate kisses, I was going to go, (laughs) fuck, that's funny, man, maybe I should do this video, it's so stupid though, I can't put that out, Um, maybe I'll just make it for the podcast group or something, (laughs) could be like a Patreon only content, (laughs) oh fuck, Um, yeah, the punchline of the video was going to be, um, just like, because it's been farts, it's going to be kisses with farts the whole time, and then at the very end, I was going to do a fart, and then go, like, cock my butt up, and then it just go, um, <laughs> and then the, my butt was going to do a kiss sound. That's comedy, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'm not saying, like, there's a reason why I didn't do that video, okay? Because I do have some quality control over my videos. Yes, I'll do a Space Pineapple Trick Shot video, but that holds a necessary place on my channel. But, I don't know, if kisses were farts, I just don't think that one makes the cut, guys. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll do it next week uh, if I come up with another dumb video idea that never made it. Um, So, yeah, that was video ideas that never made it. Alright, that's the opener. It's just me clapping. Um, And, alright, let's do some fun facts, guys. Um, Let's do it. Um, What the hell? TragedyFactsForKids.com I want fun facts, not tragic facts. Why did that come up when I searched fun facts? Um, Alright, guys, let's do a fun fact. It's time to bring it back. The reason why... Oh, by the way, if you're new to the podcast, you don't even know what the fun fact is. How rude of me. Uh, It's a segment I used to do in, I would say, the first 50 episodes. uh, And there's been a lot of underground heat, a, a lot of chat, you know, a bit of groundswell. Just, it's been brewing underneath, you know. I see it in the comment sections occasionally. I see it in the podcast group. It's been in the Patreon group chat, the Discord this week, which you can join uh, if you want to join the Patreon. Um, and yeah, there's there's been a lot of chat going like, you know, maybe more, some more fun fact. And maybe that's what we've, been, what we've been missing. Maybe that's what this podcast needs to take it to the next level. And guys, I hear you, you know. I hear your whispers. I'm not, I'm not deaf, okay. I hear... It floats in and out. I'm like, oh, fun fact, what's that? And then for ages I've been going, maybe, don't know. I might bring it back. And then this week I thought, hey, I'm always in the mood for a bit of fun. Um, And so if you're new, yeah, this is one of the original segments of the podcast. I did it every week. And I guess if it goes well this week, if there's a lot of good feedback, you know, um, coming through about the fun fact, we might have to bring it back permanently. Um, So guys... This is the uh, fun fact. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess I haven't really found one. I usually I usually get one ready, but this is like probably the most unprepared fun fact. Uh, um, okay, this one this one's very fun. Okay, I found a fun one. I think we'll start it off with this one, uh, guys. This is the fun fact. <clears throat> And by the way, after I do the fun fact, we uh, sound a fun fact horn. Actually, I don't think I don't have a horn. Uh, do I have a siren? <coughs> All right, 
Today we're going to sound the fun fact megaphone siren afterwards to indicate that we're having fun. Uh, originally we used to have a fun fact horn, but you know it was it was a pain in the ass to edit in. So uh, today we're just doing the uh, after we do it. All right. So and that's how we know that the fun fact is complete. Okay, guys, brace yourselves. <clears throat> the most people ever killed in a balloon accident was 19 when a hot air balloon caught fire over Egypt in 2013. The passengers were all tourists on a sightseeing trip, along with the pilot. A single passenger survived the incident. The second part's not so fun, but that first part about um, 19, that stat, um, it's quite a fun fact. So there we go, a lot of fun. Glad I brought that back to the podcast, that segment. Um, now, if you didn't find that fact fun, I I don't know why. Um, look, if you didn't find it fun, then that's why I stopped doing it. Because <laughs> there are a lot of people not having fun during it. But um, look, let me know, I guess, if, if you want me, con- me to continue the fun fact, if you had an enjoyable time then. Um, then great, I'd, I'd love to continue it. Otherwise, you know, if you didn't find it fun, hey, also let me know. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, man, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's. A, I feel like there's still fun to be had here with these facts. So, um, guys, that was a fun fact. Uh, you guys have been a great, great audience. Um, but before we, before we end the podcast, um, I've got, I've got to do the knock. All right, people have been knocking me up. Um, and if you want to knock me up, join the Patreon. That's the uh, official communication with the podcast. Why? Because we're simplifying things now. I don't have time for emails, all right? I'm a busy guy. You know, I'm, I'm working around the clock. I'm duck-duck going because I don't have time for all Google search, search results. And honestly, I had a Gmail account. And I'm pretty anti that on the podcast these, these days. I needed like a duck-duck-go email, right? Um, okay. We've got uh, eight Eight people have knocked me up this week. Actually, six. Optus knocked me up twice. They offered me a 15% recharge discount. Hey, Optus, we're still warring. Don't try and slide into my DMs, all right? Don't try and... Optus can't knock me up. You're not on the Patreon. How dare you send me unsolicited text messages, Optus? Who are you, Clive Palmer? Get the fuck out of my phone, all right? That's like when you 2 put their elbow on everyone's iPhone. Everyone's like, we didn't ask for this. No one ever asks for freaking, oh, hey, op- this is Optus here. Do you want a discount? And you think, no, just fuck off. I'll pay full price if you leave me the fuck alone, Optus. Okay? Because it's so hard to have a war with someone and then them sliding into your DMs. The Nazis weren't sliding into America's DMs in World War Two, going like, oh, do you want 15% off? No. Just just fight. You know, let, let them war. It's ridiculous, right? Oh, I've been bloody... This is off topic, but this has been pissing me off this week, alright? Again, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to name companies on this podcast. I mean, I should be, because they could probably sue me, but it's not defamation, it's truth. Uh, Delta Force Paintball, stop texting me. I did paintball there once, about a year and a half ago, and every month I get some bullshit offer play paintball. Even in June. Who the fuck wants to play paintball in June? Like, oh, cold, rainy, muddy. Now let's shoot each other with paint. No. 
get out and I've tried to unsubscribe that's what annoys me when you get those like you give like a company your phone number right for something that you did once like two years ago and then he goes it goes would you like to unsubscribe and I was like yes I hate this alright please let me unsubscribe I click the unsubscribe button text unsubscribe to whatever go on their website I've tried three different ways to unsubscribe right and it won't let me I've even got one of our radio producers he once tried for five minutes to unsubscribe me from Delta Force paintball text messages no luck and now it pisses him off as well. Pisses off James because he's he hates that stuff. He doesn't like when technology fails him. And he he tried for five minutes to unsubscribe me from these texts, and he couldn't get it done. And every time we get a text from Delta Paintball, not only does it piss me off now, it pisses off our radio producer James. So Delta Force Paintball, I know none of you are listening to this podcast, right? But god damn it, it's annoying. Um. Alright, so these people are knocking me up. Sorry, guys. I have to get that off my chest. <clears throat> um, Alright, this first one uh, is... What up, Luke? What's better? iCarly or Drake and Josh? Um, this is going to be an unpopular opinion to many. I know this because I almost think I'm wrong on this. And I'm only speaking out of ignorance. I feel like someone who likes Jats right now. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm speaking... I'm, I'm going to be pro iCarly... Because I don't know enough about Drake and Josh. Now I might have just lost a few people, and and you know what? That's that's what that's what honesty gets you guys. It it, it doesn't make you friends, you know. But it, I, I speak from the heart. I kind of just didn't watch Drake and Josh that much. I've obviously watched it before, and I know it's funny. And I'm not saying it's a bad show. All I'm saying is I've seen a lot more iCarly back in the day on uh, on Disney when it was popping, and uh, so I'm gonna have to say I'm an iCarly guy, but. I would say option C, I'm definitely far more pro Hannah Montana. Um, and I know Hannah Montana came up on last week's podcast as well, but sue me. It's a great show. Hannah Montana, Wizards of Waverly Place went off. Uh, bloody Selena Gomez back in the day was popping. Um, but yeah, I would say Hannah Montana was the funniest because Rico and Oliver, just like, they just they just got it done, you know? They're, they're just two dudes out there killing it. Um, but yeah, out of iCarly or Drake or Josh, uh, definitely iCarly. Uh, but I know that's an unpopular opinion and a lot of people will disagree. Um, this one is from... Uh, I don't know. It's from... It says, Keep Me Anonymous. Uh, hey Luke, Keep Me Anonymous. Alright, so your name's Jeff. Um, I wish I was wondering if you could give some... I was wondering if you could give some advice. Hey, I can. I have been talking to this girl... Oh, okay, this is like... This is such like, I bet you he's like 16. I've been talking to this girl every day for about six months. Ah, friend zone. If you haven't got in with her yet, she ain't keen. Oh, you know what? Some girls are also shit at making a move. And have developed a huge crush on her. Ooh, someone Jeff's in love. My name in love. Um, I didn't think too much of it until me, her, and a couple of my friends watched a movie. Yeah, dude, she's one of the boys. What do you mean? Me, her, and a couple of my friends. It's not even a date. That you shouldn't read into that. Um, hang on, I haven't finished reading it. She might have. She might have slipped a finger in his ass. It might get serious. Um, me, her, and her friends watched a movie, and she proceeded to start leaning on me. Ah, that was a letdown. And putting her head on my shoulder. Man, use a condom. If you're going to do that, dude, wouldn't want to be doing any unprotected leaning. 
That's it. You know that's how you get girls pregnant? Head on the shoulder? That's crazy. I can't believe you're sending that into a podcast. Jesus. Just do, just like send in some tame shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, ugh. Leaning. Leaning. And you're just sending that to strangers? Who sends off a text? Like, have a bit of respect and talk about anal, you piece of shit. Um, nah, <laughs> I'm kidding, Jeff. You sound like a real stand-up guy. Um, she proceeded to start leaning on me uh, and putting her head on my shoulder. Should I pursue this or just leave it? And by the way, I'm generalizing. I don't know if this is a guy or a girl. This could be a girl talking about another girl. Uh, could be a guy. So I've got no idea. But just doesn't really matter what the gender is. Um, I don't really know what you mean by should I pursue this? Uh, pursue what? Like... But is there anything to pursue? Is that, am I being the asshole here? I think you've read into something. Look, that is pretty flirtatious, putting leaning on someone, I guess, if you're watching a movie. Um, some girls are like that. It just depends on her. If you think that's a flirty move for her, then then definitely, definitely pursue it. But if, if that's something that she might do to other people as well, uh, then, yeah, maybe you've just read into it. Uh, and then it was, thanks, love the show. Hey, thanks for coming out to the show. Um, so yeah, my advice would be if that's like what her deal is, like she does that to people all the time and she's just one of those people who's like, oh my God, affection. And then, then maybe you're reading into it and she mightn't be keen. But if she like never does that to other people and she's just doing it to you, that's definitely flirting and you should definitely pursue that. So I would just say read her vibe. Like what does she do with other people? Is If that's flirty for her, then definitely she's keen. But uh, if it's, if that's just what she does, if that's just run-of-the-mill shit, then... Sorry, bruh. You're being friend-zoned. Um, Alright, guys, I think... I don't know how many... I think the other ones... Can more people knock me up this week, okay? I need to... I'll post the number again in the Patreon. I haven't posted the number for three weeks, so it's probably a bit confusing. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening again to this podcast. It's been a big week. Uh, this, this was mainly just an update podcast, this one. It's been 50 minutes of just... Looks big week. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have had a good week. I just want to say thank you guys so much to everyone who's come out to the shows. This week has been unbelievable. It's been super busy. There will be some content coming soon online and stuff. I've just had a shit time with my camera breaking. I've been doing like four shows a night, every single night. So I've been fucking tired. And um, yeah, I've been spending the majority of my day just working on the show and... Um, like just lots of marketing and promotion and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's all boring. Um, but yeah, it's been a big week. So thank you very much for listening, guys. Leave a review on iTunes. It helps a lot. Tell a friend if you like the podcast. And I'll see you guys next Monday. Sorry it was late this week. We'll be back on board next Monday. Yeah, yeet. Oh, I regret that.